Hi, everybody. No. <laughs> I tried to do like a different intro for this. And it just did not work out. I hated the way I just said that. Anyways, hey, y'all. Welcome to the Uncut series. This is episode four. I think. Hold on. Let me check. Um, While I'm checking, I hope you all have had an amazing day. I hope you're having an amazing night. Whenever you're listening to this, I just hope that you're doing amazing. And um, to be clear, this is episode four. Yeah, this is episode four of the Uncut series. Hello, hi. Um, if you if this is the first time you're listening to this, the Uncut series is basically where I'm just more laid back, more chilled. It's no, it's not a specific topic that I'm following I'm kind of just talking about a lot of random things a lot of random topics and for today's episode I'm just gonna I don't know we'll see where this goes I don't really have anything set that I want to talk about um if you haven't already though go ahead and check out my previous episode my most latest episode the um black history of voting really put a lot into that and (laughs) the one thing that I did not realize about this Oh my god. So <laughs> this episode had a lot of like difficulties. A lot of technical difficulties. Um when I was trying to like publish it and get it out and stuff like that. Sometimes what happens is okay. So what happens sometimes with how I upload it? I uploaded it to Anchor, right? So I set it for a specific time. So I set it to drop on February 23rd at 4:30. It immediately uploads to Spotify because Anchor and Spotify has like this, I guess Anchor is by Spotify. So it's going to immediately upload to Spotify because that's what Anchor is, right? And then it takes a little minute for it to upload onto Apple Podcasts. Most of my audience listens to this on Apple Podcasts. So getting it on Apple is like really important to me. And in the past, I've had problems where it wouldn't upload to Apple or it would take like almost three days after the drop date that I intended it for to actually come up on Apple. And I was so freaked out. I was I would get really anxious, really upset because I'm just like, bro, I just want this to work out. Anyway, that happened with this episode. It was tweaking. It was acting out. But then after like 30 minutes, it finally uploaded. So I was like just stressed out about that. because I'm like, don't do this to the Black History Month episode. Out of all the episodes, the Black History Month episode, come on now. But it fixed. The other technical technical thing that I realized, when I, usually if I have enough time, this week has been so busy for me. So, one of my flowers dropped. No, I just realized that. Dang. Since I'm talking about it. Um, if you ever want to, like, preserve flowers or anything like that, the best thing for you to do is to tape them on a wall and tape them upside down. I don't know why that works, but it does. If you want to keep your flowers, they will be dead, but the color and everything will still be there. Anyway, continuing on. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, the technical difficulties. So usually... If I have time during the week or if I have enough time, I will make sure to listen to the whole episode all the way through before I upload it. I've done that with all my episodes. But for this episode, I was so busy this week. I had a lot of work to do, a lot of things to look over for school and stuff like that. 
I was just like really busy this week. So I didn't get to listen to it fully, but I knew for a fact that I edited everything how I wanted to. Come to find out, it's February 24th right now while I'm recording this. I was like, okay, let me listen to it while I'm getting ready to um go to class this morning. Listen to the whole thing. I'm like 40 something minutes in, and then I realized that I did not <laughs> I didn't cut out a certain part. I left in I left in some mistakes, like, and I was just so mad. But I honestly don't think anybody's gonna make a big deal out of it. It really doesn't matter. I can't control anymore. It's out. I can't fix it now. But <laughs> it made me so mad. Surprisingly, I'm not that upset about it. If this was any other time, I would have been so upset about it. But I feel like, I don't know, in a way, leaving the mess up in there kind of showed my frustration with the episode that I was doing. And Loki kind of worked in my favor. So I'm not that mad about it. It was just funny to see that that was still there because I was listening to it this morning and then I was just like, hold on, hold on, um, why is this here? I thought I thought I deleted this, <laughs> but that was just, that was just really funny to me. All right, so I literally just scrambled to set this up. It's no music plan, no lo-fi plan. Usually when I'm recording this, I have lo-fi plan. I got my crystals around me, you know, to calm myself down while I'm recording, while I'm talking. I ain't got none of that. Because this thought just came into my head and I, I just feel like I needed to get it out. So a lot of the time when people talk about healing and when people talk about growth and personal development and stuff like that, a lot of people do not put enough emphasis on the fact that your perception is everything, like everything and you hear that statement a lot you hear it a lot oh your perception is everything but people don't talk about it people don't go in depth about it in depth depth y'all know what I mean people don't go into detail about that they just say oh perception is everything and they just move along it's a lot of other important parts that come with self-growth and self-process and healing your journey just as a human being if you're trying to get better if you're trying to get to that next level or that higher level of your life it's a lot of important lessons that needs to be learned and it's a lot of important ideas that you got to know about but the perception part I just don't personally me personally I don't think a lot of people talk about it your perception is literally everything literally everything I was on TikTok the other day and see this is I was on TikTok and this video that I seen is what is what like sparked my thought to talk about this on the uncut because I could talk about this on a whole episode but I I don't know. I just right now I don't feel inclined to do so. I definitely want to do like a spiritual episode but not as much about like how to fix your whatever. I'm getting off topic. So I'm on TikTok the other day. And it's this, I guess you could say philosopher, spiritualist named Ram Das. And he ta- he's he's good. He's good. But he had this theory that your perception is everything. He talked about how if you and a friend were to go through a town, right? And one of your and the friend that you're with is hungry. The friend is gonna notice all of the food places, all of the gas stations, every anything that's aligned with food your friend is going to more than likely see that or notice that first. But let's say you, you're the one driving the car. You hit, you hear something wrong with the car. Your engine got to get checked out or something just sounds off with the car. You got to get it fixed. You're going to see auto repair shops. You're going to see auto zones. You're going to see anything that deals with automotives first. 
And by the time y'all get out of that town, y'all have experienced two different towns. Y'all have experienced two different things. You can ask your friend, did you see any um auto repair shops? Blah, blah, blah. They be like, no. All I seen was food places. What are you talking about? And yeah, that is situational. And maybe that's not the case all of the time. But that's how it is most of the time. Now, what does this have to do with perception? I think a lot of people... A lot of people, when they're trying to advance or when they're trying to grow or when they're trying to just help themselves and become a better version of themselves, they stick in a perception that everything around them is negative and that everything around them is going down and that everything around them is just not going to get better. And I feel like this is kind of... I feel like a lot of people know what I'm saying, but a lot of people don't put it into practice. If you go your whole life or if you go your whole journey of you getting better, because I'm not going to call it a spiritual journey. It's not a spiritual journey for a lot of people. And it is for a lot of people. When you go through your journey of getting to your highest good, a lot of people look at the world around them rather than inside of themselves. A lot of the time, people are looking for something to cling on to that's external from them. People are trying to cling on to something to keep them like grounded whether that be a positive thing or a negative thing and nine times out of ten it's gonna be a negative thing because when you're going through something and when you're trying to better yourself you can't believe the positive your mind is not you're not allowing your mind to let you see the positive things that are around you you're not changing your perception you're not changing you going through a town and noticing certain things you're going through this quote-unquote town which is life essentially you're going through this town with a negative mindset you're going through this town with the mindset of only focusing on food let food let food be the placeholder for a negative mindset like how i was talking about in the uh, ramdas example you're going through town aka life with the mindset of only finding food so of course that's all you're going to see if you're going through life and all you're thinking about is the negative or all you or all you're thinking about is what can go wrong or why something isn't going right or why you're so sad or why you're so anxious etc 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 that's all you're going to get that's all you're going to get because your mind your mind focuses on what you allow your mind to focus on the mind is a powerful thing thoughts are a powerful thing and if you continuously think something or if you continuously believe something it's going to manifest and i hate using oh, manifest but no in this sense that's the only word that i can use <laughs> it's going to manifest it's going to become your reality i used to have this saying written on my chalkboard door that i have in my room i think it said open your eyes to your own reality or something like that and I had that on my door for the entire year of 2021 and see and waking up seeing that every day really helped me because that's really the truth you have to open your eyes to your own reality around you if your eyes are not fully open to what it to what it actually is around you you're never going to succeed you're never going to reach this state of well-being. Never. And granted, this is situation like I was saying. Sometimes it's things that you just can't put a positive thing on, which is another problem. Not problem, but that's another controversy within like self-growth and self-growth. Okay. Self 
growth and self-help. A lot of people have this toxic positivity mindset and they don't even want to look at the things that are objectively negative. Let's say, for example, one of your friends getting in a car accident. You can't just positively think about that. If something real deal terrible is going on around you, you can't just positively think that. But these are things that are out of your control. The things that are out of your control, you can't really do much about it because it's out of your control. But the things that you can't control, such as your mind, how you think about things, how you go about things, and how you see certain things that are going to directly affect you, that's what you have control over. And that's what you have to that's what you have to change your perception about. So I wanted to bring up perception because I just see I see a lot of the time that people tend when people are trying to become better and when people are on this journey they think that everything around them is like working against them trust me I know I was one of those people when I was like first starting my spiritual journey or when I first started to like realize hey I got some problems I gotta fix everything around me seemed like it was working out of my favor it didn't seem like it was working in my favor it seemed like every step I made something was in front of me that was pushing me three steps back and in reality when you actually sit and look at whatever this thing is nine times out of ten it's not as bad as you think and it's just your mind convincing you that it's as bad as you think it's your it's your mind stopping you from becoming the best person you can be it's what you give to it's what you feed your mind and then your mind convinces you that you're not supposed to get past this because if you could get past this you would have been past it by now your mind is so powerful your thoughts are so powerful and you as a conscious being and you as a person can determine how you feel you can determine what you see you can you can determine how you see things if you simply just do it and if you simply believe that you can and i and this is not nothing far-fetched this is not and this this isn't even oh no like sure this is like someone spiritual and someone like no this ain't even far-fetched this is nothing that everybody can't do this is nothing that is out of touch or out of reach this is nothing that advanced this is just simple psychology and just consciousness that's that's all that it is that's all that this is and the reason why i had even wanted to bring this up is because on social media a lot of the time when i see people oh my god okay (laughs) my computer had turned off and i got scared that it got cut off but on social media, you see a lot of people who perpetuate this. Like I was just talking about who perpetuates this idea of toxic positivity. You see a lot of people who are just like, oh, well, if you just think positively, it's going to happen. And <laughs> and sure, that's the case for some things. But you got to be real with yourself, too. You have to understand that with positive, it's going to come negative. With you getting better and figuring out whatever you need to figure out or uncovering a lot of your like inner problems like that with that it's gonna come negativeness and it's gonna come positive positive positivity 
okay with that is going to come negative and positive and you as a person you're going to have to know how to balance that you're going to have to know how to go about that how to navigate this because everything is not going to be positive and in retrospect everything is not going to be negative either you have to find that balance you have to understand that life is full of balances life is full of up and downs but what matters is that when you're at those downs it matters on how you pick yourself back up don't be mad because you're at a down don't be mad at yourself or the world or he or she don't be mad at them because you're at a down forget that if you're down and if you're having a rough day or you're having a rough week or a rough month or a rough year you cannot get mad at the fact that you're in that place you have to simply just feel those feelings let those feelings come and go and then you have to think about how you're going to lift yourself back up you have to think about how you're going to get out of this down moment so you can continue your journey so you can continue your growing so you can continue your path to greatness that's all that matters and that took that idea took so much for me to learn and I'm still learning I'm still trying to apply it I'm still trying to remember that on my bad days they're just bad days and that eventually they're going to pass it may take a month it may take a day it may take a year it may take two years it just all depends on how you navigate yourself and how you navigate the world around you when you're in those positions because eventually you're gonna get out of that nothing is forever nothing is forever everything is temporary feelings are temporary emotions are temporary thoughts are temporary everything is temporary so it ain't no point of you wallowing and being so sad and being so upset and driving yourself into a deeper hole than you need to be when it's gonna move it's gonna it's it's gonna leave it ain't no point to worry about that just worry about how you're seeing the world around you worry about your perspective and worry about how you're gonna get out of that And remember that just because things may seem negative, you can't hyper-focus on the negative. You can't have a tunnel vision of negativity because where are you going to go from there? You're not going to go anywhere. But I'm going to hop off my soapbox now. (laughs) I'm going to hop off my soapbox and get into something more lighthearted. I just had to talk about this and I just wanted to put it in the uncut episode too. Okay, so another thing that I want to talk about is euphoria i'm not gonna talk about the plot i'm not really gonna talk about my opinions about it i want to talk about the most annoying what is what's making euphoria unenjoyable is these wannabe film critics and these wannabe film analysis on twitter and tiktok like oh my god i love film i love cinematography i love writing i love everything about it but it gets to a point where People make shows and movies so unenjoyable because they want to sound so much smarter than the next person. They want to make it seem like they interpreted Euphoria in a different quirky way than the main general audience. And it's just like, shut up. Shut up. I understand fan theories. I understand show theories because some of the show's theories that I've seen for Euphoria either actually were true or very close to the truth but sometimes it gets to a point where people start just grabbing straws and try to make things make sense when they don't and these people are so annoying because literally every time every sunday my twitter is always just filled with euphoria content which i'm not mad about the memes the memes are funny the takes be funny on there 
but when it comes to the wannabe film buffs on there, it makes it so unenjoyable because you get people that are criticizing you for it, and it's like, oh, Sam Levinson is such a terrible writer because there's so many gaps, and there's so many this, and so many that, and da-da-da, and this is this. Would you just shut up? Like, be quiet and just enjoy the show for what it is. I'm not saying that people can't give their opinions, obviously, because here I am giving my opinions about other people's opinions, but we have but it's always this constant like trend to hate on something because it's popular and that's what's been going on a lot with euphoria i'm kind of getting away from the theories i'm gonna get back to it now but now my mind is focused on the people who want to hate on euphoria just because it's popular you get that a lot and it's like you didn't write the show you don't know what their intentions are behind potentially not making every episode make sense or leaving things unfinished or leaving things unexplained because if these people have to adjust myself because if these people actually were film buffs and actually were want to be film analysis not analysis analysts and want to be film critics and stuff like that they would actually watch the youth the inter euphoria part that i watch that I watch sometimes because when Euphoria drops, they have the preview, the new episode, the um, no, wait, they have the recap, the new episode, the preview to the next episode, and then after that, after the credits are done, usually people just turn it off. But after that, they have an inter Euphoria scene or segment where they get the actors and they get the writers to talk about the episode and. I think in the earlier episodes of season two, Sam Levinson and a lot of other, and like the other writers and stuff like that, I don't really know them by name. All I know is Sam Levinson. If his name is Sam Levinson, hold on. I know it's Sam, but let me just make sure it's Levinson though. Sam. Hold on. Sam Levin Levinson. Is this him? Euphoria. Oh yeah, Sam Levinson, I was right. If people actually listen to Sam Levinson and the other creative directors, they literally said that the reason why they included everything so unfinished and the reason why each episode seemed like it doesn't make sense or that it's crazy is because it's following it through the eyes of Rue and everybody else. Everybody else in season two has gone downhill and there's been a lot of crazy stuff happening. So of course the writing and the directing and the scenes and the films and the angles are not going to be strategic and in order and as explained as it was in season one, because season one was all about building the character. Season one was all about building each other, about giving you background. Well, we got a lot of background in season two, but season one was all about setting up euphoria in order to go into season two. So why are people complaining about it not being enough and the plot not being enough if we already know enough about all these characters to make these theories that's how tv shows go so for people to sit up here and act like euphoria is not a good show or all these plots are stupid and blah 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 i just feel like these people just want to be heard they just want to hear themselves talk and it's annoying (laughs) it's irritating but I want to go back to the fan theories a little bit. The fan theories be really far-fetched. The fan theories get so, like, reach. They really reach before stretching. Like, I seen this <laughs> I seen this TikTok, and it was like, how euphoria fan theories be. And then they played a scene, and it was like, let's pause it on that. 
you see the mat on the floor and it has two signals the two designs shows that the parallelism of the show between cassie and maddie like everything every frame is not gonna have some super deeper meaning than what it is sometimes it's sometimes the frame and sometimes the show and sometimes certain things is just it, it, it just stands alone sometimes it's not it's no super deep meaning like and i understand that people want to get deeper into the show because it makes it enjoyable you know it gives it more of a it, it gives it more um what am i looking for it gives it more context whatever that's not even the word i was looking for We're just gonna move on I understand the theories, but some, but it gets too much at times. The little mark on the wall is not representing anything. <laughs> it's not representing anything. And it's not, this isn't just for Euphoria. It's a lot of other TV shows and a lot of other movies that people try to create these deeper, darker meanings and try to connect everything and try to make it seem like everything is interconnected when in reality it don't. It don't even be like that. It, it'd be the simplest stuff and they try to make it something to something else like <laughs> prime example is my english class when i'm my english class now if you know you know my english class junior year to senior year was exactly like that just pulling things out of nowhere pulling things out of nothing and trying to create a bigger meaning behind it that's exactly what these euphoria fan theory people and these euphoria want to be film critics are doing and it's so irritating. It like you're not better than anybody else just because you think you figure something out and then you end up being terribly wrong. But I will give the ones that make sense their credit. I've seen a lot that makes sense. I've seen a lot that actually happened or either was close to happening or actually made sense. It wasn't just something that they pulled out the sky. But you want to be film buffs, got to calm down and just enjoy a show. I hope this doesn't sound weird. I'm like holding the microphone and I'm laying down on my back because I'm tired, but I really wanna I really wanted to keep recording. So I hope this doesn't sound weird. If it does sound weird, we just gotta keep it going. Speaking of me being tired though, I'm so burnt out. <laughs> I am so burnt out with this semester. Like it's ugh. I can definitely say that it's not as stressful as last semester but the reason why i've been so tired this semester we're almost halfway through we're like two weeks before midterm this is currently week six this is currently like week six yeah because next week is week seven and then break and yeah so we're currently at like week six and it's not like that it's not like the semester is hard well in my opinion from my experience this semester it's not like this semester has been hard but it's definitely been it it definitely required a lot of work ethic like I have goals that I want to achieve this semester and from what I learned last semester I really do understand what what's required what that thing it's so sad. I can't even read what's on my TV without my glasses. Anyway, it's like I know what's required of me now with college, and I'm definitely going to make a like college 
um episode is going to be my last i think i said this on one of the uncuts the college episode is going to be the last episode that i do because my first episode was life after high school and my last episode is going to be life during college and i'm going to touch on like a lot of the stuff i'm talking about in here well in this little segment a little bit more in that episode but it's like now since i know it's required of me out of college i've been working so much harder and i've been doing a lot more and that's the big difference from this semester versus last semester. Like every day on average, I'm doing like three hours of work, two to three hours of work. Like I usually it's what time is it right now? It's like four ish. It's like four fifteen. Oh, it's four oh six. It's four oh six right now. On any other day, I would have I would start my work at four thirty and work, do everything I need to do for the day. And then by the time I'm done, it's like 6.30, almost 7 (sighs) o'clock. And that's a long time to do things. And with me, I don't like taking breaks when I'm doing stuff. I don't like taking breaks because when I take a, when I quote unquote take a break, that break is going to go longer than what it needs to be. That I know, like, bro, that's just how I am. When I'm done with something, I want to be done. I take breaks depending on what the assignment is, depending on the workload that I have, depending on what it is. If I know I'm going to be there for probably more than like three hours, or if I know that I'm doing something more heavier than what I'm doing like every, like like the daily things, then I'm going to like take breaks. But on an everyday basis, I don't like taking breaks. So doing like three hours of work almost every single day besides like the weekends but sometimes even on the weekends too, it can get tiring. It can get really tiring. And today is one of those days where I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just tired. Like I just want to lay down and not do anything at all. But another thing that I really learned from this semester and the past semester is that when you're tired, you can't just not do it. <laughs> you can't just not do it. Like, And that's that's my thought process for today eventually I'm going to get up and do this work that I have to do but I think the biggest lesson with college at least from what I can say so far is that even when you're tired even when you don't feel like doing something you just have to get up and do it like you just have to do it like for example earlier today I had class from 10 to 10 50 and I wake up at like eight o'clock I woke up and was like bro I'm gonna join this virtually I don't feel like going in person I don't feel like getting up getting into my car driving there walking up the stairs I'm lying so hard I do not walk upstairs (laughs) go to the elevator and walk into the classroom and sit in there I don't feel like doing all of this and I really wasn't but then my teacher emailed me something I was like okay now I have to go and I'm glad that I did go because I actually did enjoy class today I think that's just the biggest takeaway from it you just got to get up and do stuff sometimes but Aside from me being tired and doing a whole lot of work, this semester has been pretty okay. It hasn't been anything that I can't handle. It hasn't been anything that's, like, too crazy. Um, I'm not going to sit here and lie and just be like, oh, it's been super easy. Like, I'm not going to say that. But it could definitely be worse than what it is. And I don't want to complain about the stuff that I have to do too much because I, I literally signed up for this. <laughs> I literally signed up for this. So I can't complain too much. Um... Other than that, though, school has been okay. College has been all right. Um, I've been, like, trying to stay more uh, disciplined with my work. 
I've been trying to stay like on top of my work a lot more. I'm definitely a lot more organized than I was last semester. Um, if anybody wants like to be more organized or anything, not even just with school, but just like with life, I definitely recommend downloading Notion or using Notion. It's kind of hard to figure out how to navigate it at first, but once you figure it out, it helps so much. Like, oh my God, Notion saves my life a lot and it just keeps all of my things in one place like all my assignments, what I have to do for the week, blah, blah, blah. You can like, and, and the best part is that you can customize it to your own liking. You can do whatever you want to it and it'll help or however it helps you. But I think I'm done talking about college now. And I think I'm going to wrap up this episode because I'm pretty tired and I also have some work to do. So thank you all for coming to the uncut episode um, thank you all so much for listening to all my other episodes. It means a lot. And um, yeah, I'll see you all later. Hope you have an amazing day. Yeah.